Professor Jonathan Grindley pushed aside a half-charred two-by-four that the cleaning crew had left behind. He glanced around at the rubble, most of it having been cleared out already. But a few bones of the structure, a shadow of what had once been, still remained. It was a shame, really. It had been a beautiful church, over three hundred years old, and a landmark in the neighborhood. Other churches, larger and more ornate than this one, had been erected over the years, some of them bearing over the squat building, but none had the history and the worth that this one had had. He was saddened by thoughts of the fire that had ravaged through, but smiled a bit, subconsciously, at the prospect of the treasures that had been hidden and forgotten within the walls. Everything within the walls above ground had been lost in the flame, save a few artifacts that refused to melt down without temperatures much higher than what had been produced here. They required fires that had to be coerced and force-fed, and a simple structure fire just wasn't going to cut it. He was hoping that the same could be said for the contents below the surface. The kids, in his mind they would always be kids no matter their age, followed closely behind. Most had done excavations with him before. This was Boston, and old structure fires were relatively common. However, this excavation was the first for Julie, who, unlike the others who had graduated the year before, had been unable to attend previously. But this year, alongside her fiancé, Piers, she was just as ready and willing as the rest of them, if not more. For them, this was an adventure. Lost treasures and untold stories, pirates, kings and queens, legends and relics. This was why they were all here. All save Grindley, who was out for much more than just the adventure. After so many years, he'd lost count of just how many. The adventure was no longer there. Now it was just disappointment after disappointment, and his only crew was always students, or, rather, fresh out of grad school, who didn't have a clue of what they were doing or what they were looking for. Still, they could work in his favor, too, given the right circumstances. Grindley shoved a long, stray gray hair behind his ear. He'd pulled most of it back and secured it with a rubber band, but most times it was an unruly bunch, and he often felt the annoying tickle of strands escaping and obscuring his view. The students watched him anxiously, awaiting his direction as he scoured the burn site, stepping lightly here, moving quickly there, avoiding this plank altogether while balancing precariously on that one. The entire group was a bit weary as they stepped into the blackened ground, the crucifix shape of the church forever burned into the soil along the perimeter of the colonial building. Julie felt chilled suddenly, as if ghosts were lingering, their fingers brushing across her skin. Piers pulled her close, giving a quick kiss to her cheek as his eyes roamed the tiny area, imagining the box pews lining either side of the nave. Noticing the area where the pulpit should have been was slightly brighter than the remainder of the site. He imagined the choir sitting just behind, waiting to burst into their hymns. He could almost hear the organ playing, could almost see the women with their dull-colored petticoats and the men with their white powdered wigs. The church had been remodeled several times over the years, but the integrity of the church, the character that it had, had always remained. It was devastating to see such heritage lying in a pile of rubble and ash beneath their feet, but here it was nonetheless. It was an ominous sight, but still it provided them with opportunity. Grindley grunted as he attempted to pry a rotted board from the floor. He had found blueprints from previous construction work at the site during one of the remodels, and there was an indication that here, somewhere amongst the old boards, there was a hidden cellar. 
During the last update, the floors had been replaced, and at the request of the church, the cellar door had been completely covered with the flooring, just as it had been to begin with. Grindley's hair had come completely loose, his face a mask of twisted, sweaty skin. It was still too early for the sun to bear down heavily on them, but everyone in the group, save for Julie, had seen him on these excavations before. The excitement of discovering the unknown always made his heart pump harder and the sweat run freely, even with minimal effort. Gerald and Piers, having released Julie from his hold, went to the professor's aid, helping him to yank the floorboard up, as well as a few surrounding ones. The board snapped against the strain, nearly tossing the men off their feet, and revealed an ornate door beneath. This was what they had come for.